Welcome to the Life of Faith podcast by missionary evangelist John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. We invite you to join us for this special message of inspiration, encouragement, and ministry of the Word of God through the exaltation of Jesus our Lord. Here is John J. Asilin. God is so special to me. I have a confession to make. And I don't know if you'll forgive me or not. I'm not doing things for people anymore. I am here for myself. I'm hanging out with my God here for myself. And if you want to hang out with him, that's great. But I'm just, I'm in this journey that, I, that is unstoppable for me. I love God so much. And once in a while when we get out, like last Sunday I was in a church, the pastor saw when we were ministering to 50 people in the altar, he saw the hand of God coming down upon the auditorium. And there were people with, with manic depression and, and fibromyalgia and there was a lady with, uh, with uh, 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 scoliosis. She fell down and she heard the sound a big sound in her back and she got up and she started crying she couldn't stop crying but John did you hear it I said what a big sound in my back. a sound in my back and uh, she said brother John I'm walking with disparity in my two legs two inch difference I'll be walking like this because of scoliosis and for the first time in years I'm walking straight and God straightened me out God straightened me out blessed are those people that were there in that service again I'm not inviting anybody you know I'm there for myself you know I want to tell you something we are in the last days I've been saying this I've been saying this I've been saying this you cannot put off God you cannot put things on hold for God you should get with God wherever you live and get closer to God wherever you are because all the warnings that God has been giving since 2000 have expired have expired do you take something and drink with an expiry date already on it no I, God is really serious. So I'm just telling you, I'm praying for all of you guys and I'm, I'm praying for this community and I thank God for godly ministers like Sammy Jackson that I know for years and I prayed with him in, in Peabody Auditorium here, he calls in 2003 in a citywide meeting and he's doing what the Lord blessed him with in that, in that prayer time together between him and I bringing communities together. 70 million people are listening to him. And, and I'm honored to have Dr. George Ward, Pastor Dr. George Ward here. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, these are servants that are serving God. I'm, I was telling pastors, 35 pastors yesterday, let's minister to the Lord first. And let us minister to the people from the outflow of our ministry to the Lord. You know, so I think we need to get with God. Get close to God. Nobody can tell me 
when that thing comes, Brother John, you didn't tell us that. You didn't prepare us for that. I've been saying this. I've been crying out to God for this. And I am myself crying in my private times uh, with the Lord for God to change the lives of people, for God to just transform us in the image of Christ. Hallelujah. Even tonight, I just want to, before we close in prayer, I just want to mention this thing uh, to you. I titled this, this is what I heard all week long, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. That in Christ we have everything that we need. And only in Christ we have these things I'm going to mention to you. Not outside of Christ. First of all, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. In Christ we are a new creation. There is nothing stale about your life anymore. You are new. Everything about you is new. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. How happy will you be when God comes and tells you, I will not hold against you that sin that you committed, my child, that you cried out in this altar, or you cried out in the altar of your home. I have not remembered it anymore. They are discarded out of your life. All things have passed away. Altogether, things have become new. Only Christ makes you a new creation. Not any rivers that you go and wash yourself in. Not in any kind of a hoary roller kind of a, 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 a ritual that you go through. Only Christ transforms you. I was telling a Jewish lady when she said she has no sin. I told her, read Psalm 51.5 where your King David said, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me. He said it. So we all have the sin. And she, she, she repented afterwards. What I'm saying is, you know, we have sin. Only Christ makes us a new creation. The second thing I want to tell you is Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And you can forget about the rest of the sentence over there. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. In the original text, the verse stops right there with Christ Jesus. There is there, therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Period. The rest, the rest of the uh, thing that you see is uh, interpolated actually added on there is no condemnation I am I am crying out to God because today I am crying out freely because there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus all the old things have passed away nothing has been withheld against me Jesus washes me cleanses me without condemning so when we are in Christ Jesus there is no condemnation for those of us in Christ Jesus. Some of you young people need to hear this because the devil will come and beat, beat up on you saying that you did this wrong, you did that wrong, you're not worthy. You know, the devil will come and keep on cheating or, or trying to seduce you. 
But you tell the devil there is no condemnation because I am in Christ. And only Christ gives us eternal life. John 10, 28. I give them, my sheep, eternal life and they shall, what is eternal life means? They shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. John 10, 28. That means you will never perish. You'll never be decayed. You'll never be stale. Nobody has the right to kill you. Nobody has the right to sabotage you. Because Jesus not only says, but he Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. You are in his hand and he is holding you tight in his hand. And Jesus allows you to experience abundant living. Abundance. John 10.10 10, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come so, so that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. 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 I told you, I am living on a huge upgrade from the place where I graduated from, from my childhood. Hallelujah. Nothing can top what God has given me. Yet some of us would like to go back to the old lifestyle. Who wants that? You know, God has blessed you with abundance. Abundance of everything that he can give you. Hallelujah. The word, his interaction, his communication, his, I mean, I'm going to list out other things following here. And then he gives us abundant life, not only abundant life, a secured life. A security and safety only Jesus can promise. Listen to this. In John chapter 17 verse 12. When I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you have given me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition. That the scripture might be fulfilled. Jesus never chased anybody out, but the people left on their own. In John chapter 6. A whole bunch of people went away, Pastor Jackson. And uh, Jesus asked them, asked the disciples, will you also leave me? Will you also go away? So everybody that God handed in the hands of Jesus, he has kept them with his prayer, with his love, with his intimacy, with, with his totally giving him everything, giving them everything. Henceforth, I call you not servants, I call you friends. For a servant does not know what the Lord does. But I have made known unto you all that my Father has given me. Henceforth, I send you forth into the world to bear fruit, and that your fruit must remain. And whatever you ask in my name, I will give it to you. Whatever you ask in my name to the Father, he will give it to you. So full disclosure of friendship and safety and security. And then he also is one with me. Why am I crying? I don't want to cry as a, as a man. Because I, I feel his presence. I feel his intimacy all the time. I'm not faking it. 
My wife knows it. My children know it. You know, Jesus tells us in John chapter 17, 23, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved me, loved them as you have loved me. We are one. You are in me, I am in them, and we are one. Hallelujah. See, when you love God, when you keep the word of God, when you follow him, Jesus tells us, in, I, I believe in John 14, 23, if anyone loves me, he will keep my words. My father will love him, and we will come and make our abode with him. So you live with the father and the son, and you move by the power of the Holy Spirit. You are experiencing the Godhead in you, in your life, all the time. Hallelujah. You can be a housewife. You can be a young child. You can be a minister of the gospel. You are with God, and God is with you. The spiritual oneness. It is not the conversation that makes you know, but you know automatically when you're one with your spouse, one with your children, one with the body of Christ. You automatically know what your brother is going through. He doesn't have to disclose it to me. We are one. We are one. We don't need to make 10 phone calls a day to know what's going on. In fact, that's actually a disservice. You need to know what I'm going through before I call you. I need to know what you're going through before you call me. Because we are one. You know? Pastor Watt sends me a text, I missed you, I'm on travel. I, I told him, I missed you too, my brother. <laughs> You're precious to me. But he's thinking about me in travels. I'm thinking about him here, you know, and, you know, God is so good. We are, and there is, a, there, there, is a, there is a joy in that oneness. We don't exploit each other. We pray for each other. We hold each other up. Yes. Pastor Jackson brought two prayer partners and, and he said, I don't want to be a Moses. I told him, you're not a Moses because you have Aaron and Hur in the name of two ladies standing right next to you, holding up your hands. So you don't have to do it alone. You know, I thank God for those supporters of churches. John, my brother, is sitting here. He's a big leader in the church that God has groomed him in to support his staff, not only the staff, but also the ministers that are coming in. I'm so proud of uh, John Lindley, you know, I mean, just blessing. These are the leaders that God has kept. Gary is a precious brother who is a minister, uh, a helper to so many ministers. And, and he, what I'm saying is, that is what is so beautiful about the body of Christ, the unit, the oneness. The oneness is more than having potluck dinner together. It is, it is that spiritual oneness. And I want to close, close with this. The six powerful gifts of divine life, you cannot have it outside of Christ anywhere. And they are faith, peace, grace, joy, hope, and love. And all of that is summed up in five verses in Romans chapter 5. Let me read this to you. Having therefore justified by faith, we are justified by faith. Faith is not faith. Faith, I want this, and I have this. That's not faith. Faith is trust. Yes. 
Faith is faithfulness. My brother will not fail me. My sister will not abandon me. That is faithfulness. That is trust. My God will not abandon me. That is faith. We have peace with God. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. John 14, 27, I believe, tells us, Jesus telling, peace I leave with you. Not as the world, thank God, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give unto you. Do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So Jesus' gift to us is his peace he's, he carried all the time in his life. And that's what he's transferring into me. In Christ, I have peace. I have peace with God. I have the peace of God. And, and you know what? I want to tell you something. Why are some people, especially in some religion, they have no peace, they have agitation because they have not been reconciled to Jesus. They have not been reconciled to Jesus. And I want to tell you, to some people, I've been telling, I was telling a young man yesterday, I was buying Subway sandwich, and I complimented him. He's like a grandson, you know, standing there and serving and he says, sir, if I take a couple more minutes, please forgive me. I said, no, no, son, you're doing a wonderful job. Wonderful job. And he said, you are a different man. I heard people complaining to me and blowing up on me all the time. I said, let me tell you a secret, my son. What is it, sir? To some people, you give them the sun and the moon and the stars, and still they'll be disgustingly unhappy. So don't worry about them. You know, don't, please don't worry about them. You know, they will never get over it. They will always be bitter. They will have something to complain about everything. So don't, don't look at them. Don't lose your peace. Thank you so much for saying that. Here is your sandwich. He put some extra vegetables on it. I didn't speak for that, but, but still. You know, he's a young... I mean, I appreciate young men and women that are working hard in their profession. I appreciate people. Because I have the peace of God. Yeah, amen. I want to bless people. Yeah. I, am at, I am at peace with God. I have the peace of God. So I'm not grouchy. I, I may get grouchy once in a while, so don't look at me at that time. <laughs> I'm not pure and holy, you know, but what I'm saying is, I have the peace of God. I don't need to strive for anything. God has given me everything. So I am so much at peace. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace, manifold grace, to be saved, to be sustained in our weaknesses, and to be empowered to do the things like building this beyond my capacity and, and doing the things. We're going to see miracles in Quito two weeks from now. I'm getting ready for it. Hallelujah. I'm going to see new things God promised me. Hallelujah. Because we have this grace, the, 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 the empowering grace through which you can accomplish things that you cannot accomplish in your natural ability. Grace in which we stand 
outstanding grace. Hallelujah. There are three levels of faith. Faith on God, faith in God, and the faith of God. There are three levels of grace. Saving grace, sustaining grace, empowering grace, manifold grace. All that makes me gracious. Not only just the recipient of grace, one-sided, but be gracious, be loving, be forgiving. Hallelujah. And rejoice. We have the joy. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. We don't complain. Just because we go through some tribulations, some afflictions, there is no life without tribulations. There is no life without sufferings. Because tribulations produces perseverance, endurance. And perseverance, approved character. I tell young people especially, the anointing will go only as far as the character of God will sustain you. Amen. Amen. God builds character in the lion's den. God builds character in the fiery furnace. Faith sometimes delivers you from the lion's den without going through it, from the fiery furnace, but God delivered them in the lion's den. God delivered them in the fiery furnace. You have to go through with it to have the character of God built in you. Hallelujah. Nothing can come after you after you are in the fire. Oh, come on. This, I've seen it all. What more can come and get you? You know? So, Perseverance produces approved character and character gives you hope. There are some things I have seen in my life. There are things that I'm still waiting for, but I'm going to see them because I have the hope. I have the earnest expectation from my God who has not abandoned me. I trust in him. I'm a slave to him. I am in love with him. I will follow him all the days of my life. He is one constant factor that doesn't disappoint me at any time. Amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. People can change. Friends can change. Men can change. Women can change. But God stays forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, hope does not, verse 5, disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Only Christ gives us faith, peace, grace, joy, hope, and love. And through Christ, we can bear tribulations and we can persevere through tribulations to come to endure, to, build up, to be built up in character, and to have hope, hope, unerasable hope. I want to tell you something. There are people, other religious people listening to this podcast. I want to invite you. Only in Christ, you can become a new creation. 
Only Christ sets you free from condemnation. Only Christ offers you eternal life. Only Christ offers you abundant life. Only Christ offers you peace and security. No one can snatch you out of his hands. Only Christ offers you faith, grace, joy, hope, love, and gives you the strength to withstand afflictions to develop his character in you. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I'm on a journey. And an unstoppable, unquenchable, thirsty journey for my God. I have dedicated, I'm dedicating my life all over him, all over to him again. I haven't seen anything yet. I'm a new creation in Christ. I don't want to live on the old, stale things anymore. I don't want to live on the old things that I can recycle. You know, you hear some people, they'll use the same words. 40 years ago, they used the same words. 40 years later, you meet them, they use the same words. They are stuck in those words. My God is a creative, innovative God of new creation. He's the beginner of all new things in my life. And I'm crying out to God for more. I want you to cry out to God for more. I'm thankful to godly ministers in this place tonight who are crying out for God's revival in their congregations, in their ministries. I am with them. Hallelujah. And my message to my prayer team is also, this is the time when we have to get close to God and be hidden in Christ and be protected in him to walk with him. I want you to come back to me and tell me about the dreams and the visions and the words that you're hearing from the Lord. The rest is completely uh, trivial. Come back. Call me in the middle of the night. God spoke to me this. God spoke to me that. I want you to just get close to God because only in Christ you're going to have safety. Nowhere else. Nowhere else. Thank you for joining us on our Life of Faith podcast by John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center. Please visit us at www.globalprayercenter.net. Please share your comments and visit us at the Prayer Center. God bless you and strengthen your walk with the Lord.